Hello and welcome to the Strange Matters Podcast. Here at Strange Matters, we discuss everything that is bizarre, mysterious, and unexplained. I am Sean, the host for this show. On this episode of Strange Matters, I will be discussing an area of Lake Michigan that has become quite infamous for a number of strange and deadly incidents. For more than a century, there have been cases of unexplained shipwrecks, disappearances, plane crashes, and lights in the sky all over Lake Michigan. Over the years, as the strange stories and the legends of the unanswered mysteries of the lake grew, the region where all these incidents were occurring would be given the name of the Lake Michigan Triangle. For this episode, I will be going over a number of the mysterious and dark events that have all occurred over the waters of the Lake Michigan Triangle. Before we start, a reminder that Strange Matters is made possible by our generous supporters over on Patreon. On Patreon, listeners can pledge a small monthly donation, and in exchange can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes. For any listeners who are interested in supporting the podcast, please visit our page at patreon.com strangematters. For this episode, I'd like to thank our newest patrons of the show, Snowflow, Jeffrey, and Harrison. And now to discuss the strange history of the Lake Michigan Triangle. While many listeners may not be overly familiar with the Michigan Triangle, many people have heard of another stretch of water that has a dark storied history known as the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle has also been called one of the most mysterious places on Earth, as there are numerous famous stories of large ships and planes that have simply vanished within its reach. While the Lake Michigan Triangle does not boast quite the same amount of cases and notoriety as its Bermuda version, it does have its own strange history that dates back centuries. The incidents in this episode all occur over an area of Lake Michigan, one of the Great Lakes in America. The so-called Michigan Triangle itself is said to run from Ludington, Michigan, south to Benton Harbor, and then west across the lake to Manitowoc, Wisconsin, and then back to Ludington. This forms a rough triangular shape, which gives name to this legend. The Michigan Triangle is one of the big three triangle-type regions in America that boasts a number of mysterious and dark events over the years. Previously in Strange Matters, we have discussed the other two, one being the Bridgewater Triangle, which is a place in Massachusetts with a history of bizarre and unexplained paranormal phenomenon. The second is the Bennington Triangle in Vermont, which has its own dark history of a number of people who would suddenly vanish without a trace over the years. The Lake Michigan Triangle combines elements of its fellow weird counterparts, including several famous cases of disappearances of boats and planes on its deep waters, along with some possible UFO activity. The first story concerning to the Lake Michigan Triangle dates all the way back to 1891. In that year, a schooner named the Thomas Hume set off into the Great Lake on one of its regular sailing missions, carrying with it a load of lumber across the waters. That night, a sudden and violent windstorm swept over the Great Lake. The next morning, the Thomas Hume did not make its scheduled arrival, and when no sight of it appeared as the hours went by, it was clear something was wrong. There was no sign of the three-masted wooden schooner or its crew of seven. A large search for the ship and its crew was launched, but no sign could be seen along the route it was supposed to take. As the days went by, no bodies were found, and not a single piece of driftwood was picked up. This was particularly strange, in that the rescuers were dealing with a wooden vessel that was sailing with a shipment of wooden lumber. Despite this fact, 
No pieces of wood from either the ship or its cargo was ever found floating in the waters. This outcome was rather unsettling for those who had been out searching for the ship at this time. While it was assumed that the ship must have sunk in the windstorm that hit when it was halfway through its journey across the Great Lake, the fact that nothing of the ship, its crew, or any of its cargo was ever found has caused the story of the Thomas Hume to remain a mystery for the lake. While the disappearance of the schooner was the first mysterious event to happen on Lake Michigan, it would soon be joined by several others. In 1921, yet another strange occurrence at sea would happen. Eleven members of the Benton Harbor House of David went out on a ship named the Rosa Bell. Just as with the Thomas Hume, alerts went up when the Rosa Bell did not show back up the next day. Similar to the previous event, search and rescue boats were launched to patrol the lake along the route that the Rosa Bell was supposed to be on. Where the stories differ, however, was that this time, this ship was actually found. The Rosa Bell was spotted, overturned, and floating in the middle of Lake Michigan. The exact cause of the incident that made this happen wasn't known for sure, but it was highly suspected to be the result of the Rosa Bell colliding with another ship, as the overturned vessel showed clear signs of collision damage. What makes this event stand out as bizarre are two main things. The first is that no crew members would ever be recovered. They were not within the hull of the ship, and no bodies would ever be found floating on the water or washed up on shore. The second was the mystery of the second ship. If the Rosa Bell did in fact collide with another ship with enough force to cause it to overturn, then obviously there should be another vessel somewhere on the lake that was damaged by the same collision. However, no other ship was recorded as having been damaged in a serious way during that time period. No wreckage of any kind was recovered from a second ship, and no crew members of any other ship ever came forward to describe the event. Just as with the disappearance of the Thomas Hume during the strong windstorm, the overturning of the Rosa Bell by itself was not something out of the realm of possibility. Though quite rare, ships colliding with each other do occasionally happen. But the fact that the 11 crew members of the Rosa Bell were never found, and that there was no sign of any second ship actually being present during the collision, is what makes the story stand out as not being completely explained. One last little interesting piece of information about the Rosa Bell is that a few decades before its mysterious and deadly end in 1921, it was actually involved in another collision in Lake Michigan very similar to the second one. This first collision would happen in 1875 and would cause all 10 crew members on board to be lost. While it would end up with collision damage eerily similar to how it would be found years later, in the first instance, the Rosa Bell was able to be saved and rebuilt. The fact that this rather small boat was unfortunate enough to be involved in not one, but two rare instances of collision at sea shows that it really must have had some bad luck following it. A third mysterious event that happened on Lake Michigan occurred in 1937. Captain George R. Donner of the freighter O.M. McFarland was on a journey to deliver thousands of pounds of coal. Donner had spent much of the day out at sea along with his crew navigating the icy waters of the Straits of Mackinac on the ship's bridge. Once the freighter had cleared the icy waters and was now safely on its way to its destination of Port Washington, Captain Donner went back to his quarters to take a short rest. A couple hours later, one of his crewmen went to wake him up and let Captain Donner know that the ship was now approaching the port. After several attempts at knocking and calling out, the crewmen tried to open the captain's door, but found it locked from the inside. 
The second mate finally decided on knocking down the captain's door, as it was thought perhaps something was wrong with him since Donner was not answering. The crew would successfully kick in the captain's door, but what they found could only perplex them. The captain was not in his quarters. His room instead was just empty. His bed appeared as if it had just been slept in, and nothing else in the room seemed off, but the captain himself was simply missing. The crew scrambled over every nook and cranny of the ship, but when it sailed into the port, they had no answer as to what had just happened. While the easy explanation is that the captain must have decided to just jump overboard, the fact that it did appear as if he had gone into his quarters to sleep, that his door was locked from the inside, and that there were multiple crew members watching out over the deck of the ship during that time, makes the disappearance of Captain George Donner into yet another strange mystery that took place within the Michigan Triangle. While the previous stories have all included unexplained events that took place on the lake itself, another big mystery involving the Lake Michigan Triangle happened in the sky. On June 23, 1950, Northwest Flight 2501 was on a flight from New York to Seattle. The plane's route would take it over Lake Michigan for a layover in Minneapolis. As Flight 2501 passed over Lake Michigan, the pilot called out on the radio that they were flying into a strong electrical storm and asked permission to drop to 2,500 feet. Moments later, the plane would just disappear from radar. When there was no further words or sign of the plane, the worst was feared and it was believed that the plane had crashed into the lake. However, after an exhaustive search of the lake that went on for quite some time, not a single trace or piece of the plane would ever be found, or any of the people within it. The only piece of evidence that seems to actually prove that the plane crashed into the lake was a blanket with the airline's logo that was found washed ashore sometime later. Even after the bottom of Lake Michigan was dragged, and boats with sonar was used in an attempt to search for the plane, it remains to this day to be completely missing. Despite no evidence, it is assumed that the plane did in fact crash into Lake Michigan, taking with it all 58 souls on board. The disappearance of Flight 2501 would be the deadliest airline disaster in American history to that point. One last event that occurred that adds even more to the mysterious factor of the missing airliner is that shortly after the crash was presumed to occur, two police officers who were parked and overlooking Lake Michigan reported that they were seeing a bright red light seemingly hovering over the lake. The red light would remain over the waters of the lake for around 10 minutes before the two police officers reported that it went away. What exactly this bright red light in the sky was, or if it had any connection with the crashing plane, also remains a mystery. For years, the legend of the Lake Michigan Triangle had unexplained incidents happen both on the water's surface and in the sky above. But in 2007, another bizarre encounter would happen, but this time it would take place underwater. Mark Holley, who was a professor of underwater archaeology working at Northwestern Michigan College, would stumble across a great discovery while diving in the lake. Mark would find a site on the lake's bottom, 50 feet below the surface, of a circular ring of ancient rock structures. The site has been compared to Stonehenge, and how it seems that these standing structures seem deliberately placed in a specific way. Just how long ago this site was made is unknown, but it seems to have happened in a time before the waters of the lake would cover it. One of the stones within the site is carved to look like a Macedon, the huge Ice Age mammal that went extinct 10,000 years ago. That could make this structure, which has stood underwater now for apparently thousands of years, 
one of the oldest rock structure sites in America. While the discovery of America's Stonehenge, as it has sometimes been called, does not seem to have any real connection to the mysterious disappearances that have happened in Lake Michigan, a number of people believe that the site could have been a holy or spiritual site, and that the energy surrounding it could be the cause for the troubles that happen above. Along with the mysterious shipwrecks and disappearances, the Michigan Triangle also has a number of strange light and weather phenomenon stories. On November 26, 1919, multiple witnesses all along the edges of Lake Michigan claim to have seen something in the sky. The witness accounts state that multiple large red balls of light were descending from the sky, falling to eventually plummet into the lake itself. The objects appeared to explode when meeting the lake's surface. All along the lake's perimeter, a deep rumble could be heard upon impact. What exactly these people witnessed a century ago is unknown, but there are two main theories. One is that the bright light was a UFO of some sorts, a spacecraft that was damaged in some capacity, and then crashed through the Earth's atmosphere. The huge craft then exploded with force once it hit the lake. The other possibility takes a more grounded approach, and stating that, rather than some type of unknown spacecraft, what the people witnessed was a meteor breaking apart as it was crashing onto Earth. In 1883, a strange weather incident would happen over Lake Michigan. The tugship Mary McLean was floating outside the Chicago Harbor, when the crew were alarmed as suddenly large objects started to fall all around them and on the ship. Clear, hard objects the size of bricks started to impact the ship, with enough force to dent the wooden deck. The crew waited under shelter of the ship until the bizarre event ended, after about a half hour. After it was over, they ventured out to see what exactly had been falling on them. The objects were actually huge chunks of ice, some of them as large as a human head. This sudden flurry of ice chunks falling on them made no sense. As the crew reported no signs of any storms at all that day, and in fact, during the time that the ice storm was going on, it appeared as if it was a completely cloudless sky above them. Though the crew had no explanation as to what had just happened, they collected and saved some of the large ice chunks as the ship went ashore, to show off to others who might not have believed their story. There have also been some recent sightings of strange lights over the lake, believed by some to be UFOs. In a case that happened just two months ago, in what is called the Manitowoc Incident, a large triangular-shaped object with various colored lights was seen over Lake Michigan by the Point Beach nuclear power plant. This incident was filmed and witnessed by two men, Jeff Levicka and Miles Pranosh, who was a Marine Corps veteran and a UFO researcher. This recent incident has been called similar to one that happened in 1994, when 911 operators were flooded with calls from people all along the Lake Michigan shoreline of seeing multiple strange objects and lights in the night sky. In total, there were hundreds of calls put in by people who were all seeing something strange in the sky, which remained there for at least a half an hour. What's even stranger is that several of these objects were picked up on radar. A meteorologist picked up several echoes for 15 minutes, describing the movement of the objects as erratic, and not one following the pattern of a plane or helicopter. The objects seemed to be quickly and randomly moving, from 5,000 feet up to 12,000 feet. It was an experience that, many years later, the radar operator said he had never seen anything like that in his entire career. The answer behind what is called the largest UFO sighting in Michigan history remains unknown, 
and is now considered just one part of the bizarre history of the Lake Michigan Triangle. Through the years after these strange incidents, the legends and rumors about the stretch of lake started to grow. The mystery of the Lake Michigan Triangle, as it was starting to be called more frequently, was now firmly established. In recent times, more and more claims and witness reports start to be made about strange lights seen in the sky, possible UFO sightings, and uneasy feelings that suddenly strike crew members start to surface and spread. While most people chalk up the disappearances of the ships in the plane due to extreme weather conditions, others looking for alternate answers have proposed that the area is sort of a time portal, and that a supernatural vortex of energy is the cause behind the multitude of unexplained events that have happened in this particular area. As this time portal theory goes, it says that matter could be pulled from the present into another time period, which could explain the sudden disappearance of ships, planes, and the people on board them. The legend of the Lake Michigan Triangle continues to this day, and there are still stories of a number of people who attempt to avoid sailing over its waters at all cost, all because of its dark history. The number of weird, deadly, and unexplained events that have all happened over the specific stretch of lake is the reason why the so-called Lake Michigan Triangle remains one of the most mysterious places in North America. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Strange Matters Podcast. If you have any thoughts or feedback on any of the stories involved with the Lake Michigan Triangle, or if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please write into the show. You can reach us at our email at strangematterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and contact the podcast on our social media sites, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until the next episode of the Strange Matters Podcast, take care everyone.